Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Mike Tucker. So, Mike, tell me about this identity of being an ex in a board. <laughs> That's right. Anyone who's played a team sport, be it basketball, football, soccer, or whatever else it may be, if you've had a coach, very often they will illustrate the game plan or a particular play by X's and O's on a chalkboard. Oh, that's what the coaches do. I, I was yeah. always wondering why they play tic-tac-toe like yeah. <laughs> No, no, I was just kidding. It wasn't that. <laughs> no, it's not tic-tac-toe. It is actually, each X stands for a player, and I, I knew which X was mine, and as mm. long as I did what the coach illustrated on the blackboard that that X was supposed to do, I was fulfilling my part of the team sport and and my part of the team plan. And then if everyone did that, then we had a greater chance for success. Did you ever feel the desire to to do something different than what the coach said? Well, you know, if you felt that desire, you only felt it once. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were out of the the team, huh? Yeah, the coach, you would feel his wrath and his ire, and you might even find yourself on the bench, which is not where you wanted to be. You want to be playing basketball or football or whatever it is. So no, you, you don't often do that and get away with it. Uh, you know, today we're going to actually study about a couple that had a desire that was a little different than mm-hmm. in different timing that God's desire for them. But they learned that being a part of God's game plan was the most important thing. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, we are starting the third week on this series that we're doing of four weeks on the birth of Jesus Christ. The first week we did all the prophecies of the Old yeah, Testament. looking at all the, the ways that the Old Testament prophets pointed forward to the coming of, of the Messiah. This was something predicted ever since man fell. Mm-hmm. And then the second week, we went over the explanation of the, the birth of Jesus in the New Testament, not in the Gospels, in the other books of the New Testament, showing how his birth related to our salvation. Mm-hmm. And Paul and John helped to illustrate that for us beautifully. And this week, we are starting now the events that immediately precede Jesus' birth. So we're yeah. going to concentrate these five days from Monday to Friday on different events that the Gospels tell us that happened right before Jesus was born. It is amazing that this most important event, the the gospel writers spend so much time talking about things that happened just before. Because again, they're saying that all of this has been building up, all of Earth's history has been building up to this one moment, and even so much so that all the things that are happening right before the birth is very important for you to know, because it illustrates who this was. It it looks like the whole narrative of of the history of the world slows down here for a moment, and we get all these stories right before Jesus is born. And one of those very important stories is um, the birth of John the Baptist. Now, we start with this couple that are actually identified in chapter 1, verse 6 of the Gospel of Luke as people that actually were righteous and they were, they were walking with God and yet their desires were not being met. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read about them? I would be delighted. Uh, let's let's look at verse um, verse five. In the in the king days of king of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Ah, uh, like me. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Actually, this is why I'm named Elizabeth. Is that right? After yes. this Elizabeth, huh? Yes. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Verse 6, And they were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. But they had no 
child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both advanced in years. And this story of barrenness is one that repeats itself often in the Bible, and we find it here with Elizabeth. Absolutely. Uh, You know, the barrenness of the women in the covenant, like Sarah and Mm -hmm. Rachel, actually remind us that this particular babies were born to show the power of God to bring about his plan of redemption. Absolutely. And Elizabeth wanted a child, and she's getting old, and we're going to see this in a moment. You know, it was a disaster in that uh, culture to be barren and not to bring about a descendant. It's like your family was cut off right there because you were barren. A woman's glory was in in marriage and childbearing. Those were the things that she wanted to accomplish in her life. She wanted to marry. She wanted to bear children to her husband. And and so doing, help uh, produce uh, further uh, inhabitants of the land, followers of God. And and the family name would continue. The family name was very important to continue. And one day, um, Zechariah is chosen by Lot, says verse 9, to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense, which means that there was only one temple which was in Jerusalem. And there were a lot of priests, a yes. lot of Levites, so not everyone could serve there every day. They, they would have to kind of take turns, and, and it was determined by lot. Actually, we're told by the, by the society of the time that there were so many priests that the chances that somebody would be chosen by lot were once in a lifetime. Yeah. So this is not something that Zacharias was doing every month or once every year. This no. was it. This was the one time, and he's already now an older man. And for me, it's very interesting that while he's doing this, somehow, I don't know what he's asking God for because the angel says, uh, by the way, Zacharias, your petition has been heard. I assume that he's asking for the Messiah to come to mm-hmm. Israel, but, mm-hmm. but I don't think he knew that he had a part in this, in right. God's plan, especially at this age. Yeah, at this age especially. His entire life has been prepared for this one event in the temple. He's been praying for the, the fulfillment of the prophecies of the Old Testament, that the Messiah would come, that Israel would be blessed. He's praying, and now he's got this opportunity to serve in the temple once in his lifetime, and an angel appears to him and announces, your prayers are going to be answered. And you're part of them. And you're part of this <laughs> prayer. A, you're part a, of this program. You're an X on the board, and you've got a part to fulfill. What an amazing yeah. story. See, uh, verse 12 tells us that the, uh, an angel showed up. Actually, verse 11 says he showed up at the right of the altar, which meant that, that this uh, this was good news. It yes. wasn't bad news. If not, he would be at the left the of left the altar. Hand side. And on verse 12, uh, it says that he got very fearful. And, and verse 13 then says, do not be afraid, Zacharias. Mm-hmm. Your petition has been heard, which we assume is the petition of the Messiah finally coming to Israel. And then a little additional piece of news here. Your wife, Elizabeth... We'll bear you a son. <laughs> and I, you will give him the name John. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure I'm in the board? The, yeah, the, the Messiah is coming, and I'm I'm going to be a father after all these years. You're telling me this is too much for me to handle, because have you seen my birth certificate? <laughs> Do you have any idea how old I am and how old my wife is? Are actually, you sure? Actually, he's going to say all these things. Yes. But, but before that, the angel actually explains to him what will be the role of his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 17, actually, he's called... Called a forerunner. Mm-hmm. His job is to go before the coming king in order to make his path ready, uh, to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children, it says here, the, in the spirit and power of Elijah in verse 17. He's going to actually make ready people for the Lord that right. is coming. The, the angel that shows up, his name is Gabriel. He's going to show up six months later to talk to Mary, too, and mm-hmm. we're going to uh, talk about that tomorrow. But Zechariah just can't believe. Yeah. He's having a hard time believing that actually he could be an ex. 
yeah. in, in, in in God's board. You mean I'm off the bench? I'm actually on the on the field. I get to play. Yes. I don't believe this. I love this story because it shows how our timing is not God's timing. I mean, this man and this woman have asked for a child all their lives, yeah. and it wasn't God's timing. Mm-mm. It was God's timing when when they are old and all things were fulfilled in His time. Zachariah said to the angel, "How will I know this for certain? For I'm an old man. My wife is advanced in years." The angel uh, answered and said to him, "I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you shall be silent and unable to speak until the day when these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled." In their proper time. Oh, I love that. First of all, I like the fact that he says, how will I know this? What sign do you give me? And this is the sign. I am Gabriel. I'm Gabriel. Hello. <laughs> what more do you want? Yeah, it's like I an stand age. in the presence of God. He sent me. Hello, I'm Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. It, what more of a sign do you want? And then he says, well, you wanted a sign? Here's the sign. You're not going to be able to speak. <laughs> and it will be exact. I, I know you would like the sign uh, from heaven to be assigned yeah. to me, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you would be silent for a while. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, it says here, it, which will be fulfilled <laughs> in their proper time. Mm-hmm. And the proper time was not their time. Yeah. It they was, wanted it this was child their in their youth. Yes. And instead, they're getting it in their old age when they thought they were past these years. But now, all of a sudden, here comes the fulfillment of this promise. It is coming to you now. And again, I, I know I hate to keep harping on this, but this is just amazing to me that sometimes we ask God, how can we know for sure this will happen? How do I know for sure that you're there? Yeah. And, and Gabriel is just incredulous with this. Hello, I'm Gabriel. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, Excuse me. I, I stand this... in the presence of God, and you're wanting a sign? He said, an angel what more did you want <laughs> yeah you know i would pay a million dollars to see elizabeth's face when zacharias got home and said honey <laughs> yeah, only he couldn't because he was dumb at this point he yeah, had to so write. He write, he wrote, actually says here that mm-hmm. um he started making all kinds of signs and mm-hmm. i wonder what sign he made <laughs> to tell his wife that they're gonna be parents yeah. at this age because god's ex had moved on the board oh, and man. they were part of the board and uh it says here that um kept making signs to them when he came out of the temple trying to tell them that he had seen an angel and then he went home it says in verse 23 and verse 24 says, after these days, Elizabeth, his wife, became pregnant. And can you imagine? I mean, this is one of those women that paid the pediatrician with a social security check. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, which we don't regularly have in the Bible, you know? I mean, way out of time. Yeah, it is. It is way out of time. And yet God is saying, now you're in the game and the child that you're having is going to be in the game as well. You're a part of this big game plan because this child is going to prepare the way for the one who has been promised to Israel and to the world for so many years. The Messiah is coming, and your son John will help prepare the way. As you contemplate Christmas and the events that immediately preceded um, the birth of Jesus, may this one be one of those messages that you remember that God has a proper time in which things are fulfilled, and you have a, a you know a, an ex in God's board, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we don't know the time or what is our role, and God reveals it to us according to His plan, not our plan. You may feel that your life has been spent on the penalty box or on the bench, but God says, you're a part of my game plan. Get in the game. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook 
at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.